You know what the most ferocious creature is on a planet? A badger. A woman. Mother. A no. mother. <laughs> Protecting her son. That's right, Kara. Hey! Whoa! <laughs> Bless it. How you doing? Okay, how about you? Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Still me, trying to figure that out. Me I'm too. Still, it's all, it's a work in progress. It's a, and, all relative, huh? Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, he does. Can you hear us, Tom? Can you hear everybody, Tom? Can you hear us? Yeah, good. Oh, Who's okay. that? Who's that beautiful angel voice in the background? That was Charles. Sadie, my dog. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, you know what? You know what? Oh, What's that? Are you talking to yeah. us or Tom? Or yes. all three of us? <laughs> what? Uh, 30 years ago. 30? 30. 30 years ago, there's a guy by the name of Don the Ripper Ross. Have you ever heard of him, Tom? Yeah, I have. Wrestler, pro wrestler. Yeah. He wrote uh, for uh, some muscle mags. Right. And I got to know him at Gold's Gym. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me 30 years ago, he said, and we started talking about government. Yeah. And he said, you know, they're, they're slowly but surely slipping, taking the, the carpet away from us. Exactly. 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. He was just mainly talking about just in general – the government just becoming more restrictive. Exactly. And you know what? Here we are. I know. Here we are. And what? it's a scary fucking thing. It is. And think back just with even at the beginning of our democracy with George Washington, the first president and everything, there was the Federalists that wanted the government to have more control. And then there was the, the people, you know, yeah. democracy that wanted it. And yeah. we've been fighting back and forth for 300 years. Yeah. And now it's, now it's you know, it swings one way or the other, one way or the other. Now it's really going the other way. Well, and the thing about it is, in, in my lifetime, I've never seen it like this. You know, I don't know how it was. And I know we've gone through some stuff as a country. We've gone through some stuff to fight back fascism and all that kind of stuff. Right. But this has been like a weird, it it's is. a weird deal, you know. Uh, what's going on and the scary thing is it just seems like there's so many big uh, big players that are lining up against right. this country and for the life of me I can't figure this shit out I can't figure out why well, except know, for the fact that people want power yeah you're right I think you know after people get so much money women you know and the next thing is power yeah. because because uh you know, you can only buy so much. And the next thing is, uh, egotistical thing is controlling and power and all these, uh, globalists and, uh, a lot of billionaires, they're using that from ego, yeah. not really helping people, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, because it doesn't really impact the ones that are in power. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the thing is crazy, which, which has been happening 
And we saw that now with this uh, virus, how right. you can control people when you scare the hell out of them. Yes. Also, right. when you start indoctrinating the young, you know, because they don't right. know any better and they just believe what they, you know, when you're when you're at that, that level, at that age with kids, they're just going to believe what right. you say, blind faith for the most part. Well, there is the, the few that are smart enough to not fall for the tricks well the I'm few ain't going to help us at I'm this sure. point but so you, you know you're controlling the the vulnerable basically the young that don't know anything pretty much and then of course the the older uh group of people you know yeah but it's some scary stuff man it is look i, I mean look what happened in germany with the nazis how that started you know yeah. the regular germans thought oh they're just a crazy radical group but they got more power, more power, more control, everything. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy, you know, what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, why don't we talk about, because this is one of the things that's really a topic. Right. Is right now. Now is um, basically they're going to come after our guns. What's that, the Second Amendment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to come after our guns. And... I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, I've uh, several years ago, just for the hell of it, I went out and got my a gun permit. Right. And I'm not anti-gun. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that one more time. Let's rewind like 30 seconds. Several years ago. Oh, okay. Okay, what? <laughs> That's all. <what> I, <laughs> I guess you want to just uh, like contribute to the, con the podcast. So I'm still here. <laughs> no, yeah, I we just, know you're I, there. I, I was do we have a bell in the house? <laughs> she can ring it when she wants to come on. I just needed to hear that one thing. I just what missed one that thing? one thing. What you just said. Never mind. Please keep going. Continue. It, okay. Anyway. So, Do you still have it? Huh? No. Okay. But, but it expires? You know, I went and got my gun permit and I was shooting in the range. And I'm not a big uh, proponent of, yeah. like, I don't, I don't shoot guns and I don't, in fact, I, maybe you can correct me on this, but based on stats, uh, more people get killed with their own weapon right. than not. Is that true or not? Yeah, very true. Very true. And it's just uh, negligence handling. And, you know, a lot of kids have been killed because the parents didn't uh, put the weapon away in a safe, secure area. Yeah. But, you know, you, but think about this. How many people die from uh, heart disease, lung disease, from smoking. This is yeah. 500,000, 200,000. Negligent surgeries, over 200,000. Neg yeah. Negligent prescribed drugs, you know, 125,000. An average 50, 60,000 people die a year in America yeah. for guns. And yeah. the same thing, traffic accident, but that's the same. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the lowest things, actually, under the conditions. Yeah, and I'm not anti-gun. It's just uh, we put on a gun course many years ago, and uh -huh. those guys, they were the ones that actually told us, you know, they, we had a course where we, they were showing us how to disarm somebody that had a gun. Mm -hmm. And they said, what well, a lot of people don't realize, unless you're trained, unless you go out and you, you get your permit and get a gun, unless you are consistent about uh, uh -huh. you know, shooting at the range. But he said, even so, when you uh -huh. get in that moment where you're confronting somebody who's trying to rob you or something like that, you, the adrenaline that you get, yeah, from that, it's it's a whole different dynamic when you go to shoot your gun. Yes, yeah. you know. And how do you? So again, I'm not a I'm not a, I'm against them taking the gun away, but right. I also know that there's I think to a degree 
Yeah, there has to be a balance. Yeah. But but like you said, um, you know, there you know, there are more accidents, car accidents, and more things that people are dying from. Yeah. Uh than you know, being shot by a gun, but it, it gets a pretty bad rap that way, I guess. It does. It does. And, you know, the media puts such an emphasis on it, and a lot of it is very liberal, and they want to take the guns away. So they want to train and program the people. You know, guns are so dangerous, and the guns are killing people, but it's the people using the guns. You know, and what really happens, all the cases I studied, you know, with uh, Columbine and all the high schools and everything, it's usually kind of similar to 9-11, you got all these departments, sheriff department, friends, people at school, teachers, everything, right? And they all see weird things with one kid, insecure thing, but they never talk and communicate and and, uh, distribute the information and figure it out. So many of these guys uh, that shot up a high school or something or people or mall or whatever were interviewed by the FBI, but then they let them go. Yeah. Some reason because they didn't have enough evidence, you know. So, uh, you know that that there's a breakdown right there with all yeah. the departments and people in society, and that should be more proactive, just like a neighborhood watch program. Yeah. Everybody contributes. So everybody that knows certain people's kids should contribute. School, family, friends, neighbors, everything, sports. If yeah. they contribute, there'd be more red flags to go up that we could control the psychological aspect uh kara and and uh charlie my question for you guys is have you ever had guns kara no i have never had a gun have you shot a gun i have shot a gun and what do you think about it? would you are oh, you i loved it <laughs> more what? for a hobby though she I said mean, she loved it i did oh. i loved it it was a lot of fun like shooting all kinds of different guns and so would you be uh, would you be fine with having a gun in the house yeah definitely most definitely how about you Char- charlie um i don't care like i don't care if when you're born they give everybody a handgun or if they ban guns i don't really? care at all. wow but you know leo what's interesting i hardly use you know i teach a lot of shooting and weapons and stuff and you know my background is i uh, was a. Uh, you know, Special Force Green Beret and my MOS or expertise was uh, light and heavy weapons. So I studied all kinds of weapons, put them together, took them apart, everything. And then being a bodyguard for 45 years with weapons too. But uh, the last few years I've been teaching more women shooting. They're more interested. And a lot of them are very paranoid, anxiety and scared because their nervous system more sensitive. But it's amazing after getting them calmed down and they do it, and you start lower calibers, work up or whatever, they get comfortable with, and they get more secure, more empowered and self-confidence that they know the safety and how to control that weapon too, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, that definitely is there. I mean, I can only speak for women, but like yeah. even staring with the first gun I stared at, I was intimidated just yeah. being in the same room with it. And then touching it, I just felt really scared. But yeah. then once it was like, I shot it, I worked with it and it, then it wasn't as bad but it was definitely a process but how do you like uh, what we're talking about you know it's different than being actually engaged with, like when it's really going down yeah. so how do you yeah. train for that you that know i mean tough. seriously it's a i think it's more of a false positive false confidence for you you might feel really comfortable with it and all that but what what happens when you get in that moment now i don't know with me what I learned about myself is when I get in moments like that, I actually do calm down. 
Right. I don't get rattled. I go the right. other way, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's after the fact, you know. But I'm I'm just wondering how do most people respond in a situation like that, Tom? Oh, okay. Well, here, here's a situation. Look at uh, they found maybe even these high speed uh, court chases. Remember the cops used to yeah full on. They don't do it anymore. They just wait, cruise to one's out of gas. Something happened because when the, the high speed chase, their blood and blood pressure was going way up and they go like 185 beats per second. I mean, per minute, you know, and they got all this adrenaline going and they lose focus. And then that's when people get killed. So they backed all that off to all the police department. They don't do high speed chase anymore. Same thing with weapons. Unless uh, you have a cop that's really well trained, have been in life and death shooting situations again, over and over, knows how to treat it completely, that's what's going to happen. Their adrenaline is going to kick in. If they're not experienced, it's going to go fight or flight, you know, and they're going to be like this, shooting all over. And, uh, you know, uh, their blood pressure, everything, and the beats will go so high, they'll lose control completely. But it's got to be like below 170 beats per per minute, you know, to coolly yeah. calm down and still have focus and control that yeah. way. And to be honest with you, I mean, a majority of cops aren't really well trained in real combat situations. Yeah. And then they're not trained, for example, like as a bodyguard, you have to escalate. You have your voice as a weapon and physical and then your mind and, and then, you know, physical and then you can use some weapon. But last... The last ditch situation is using a weapon. You got many other weapons before that. To, you want to defuse the situation, de-escalate yeah. it. And most cops, you know, of course, you got to look at the other side. A lot of uh, domestic violence is cops have gotten shot on that. Cause, you know, husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, and a guy just starts shooting. and uh, Or they pull over a car, gangbangers just start shooting them and take off. So they got to be ready for anything. But yeah. I notice a difference. If you take like a, a combat uh, SEAL Team 6 commander, special forces commander, some, some uh, you know, military guy that has been in combat a lot and they understand how to keep their mind cool, calm, collected, and just thinking, what's the best rational thing I can do? The best thing I can do. And your mind's got to be in that state to make better choice and decision. If you start thinking, oh, my God, life and, and escalate that, People, that's why so many yeah. people get shot yeah. because these police don't know how to de- de- uh, defuse it and use other weapons first. But no, that's you- a, and that's a cop, those are cops, yeah. The average person, you know, having a gun. But with that being said, uh, Charlie and Kara, yeah. what would happen? Let's just say you don't, I assume that you don't have a weapon in the house, no, okay. And you either, Kara, nope, okay, so pocket knives and bone arrows and stuff, okay. Because I was going to say, say, if somebody comes in and breaks into your house. What are you gonna do? I mean, you know, I think the chances are very low someone's ever gonna break in. It's yeah, but what are you gonna do? It 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 could happen. It's probably based on on stats. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. But what if it does? But you know that kind of stuff been happening more often lately too. Yeah, people get more desperate, and uh, burglars are getting more self confident because they know they did. But they'll knock on the door or something. Nobody answers. Ring the door. Then they'll break a window. Good in. Even if somebody answers, they put a gun to them and they got them. And they can yeah. tell them to do anything, you know. And even a lot of that was happened a couple of years ago in Beverly Hills. Even. No, I yeah. definitely thought about that stuff. If if someone broke in, I wouldn't want to kill them. 
So I, I what happens if they ever had your kid? Oh uh, no, I would definitely do it. I would definitely do it. If you're you know, you just, if they we're just kid. you know what if, but you just don't know what you would do in the yeah, moment. You know, yeah. That's the thing. I think to be really honest, I would I would probably I would probably shoot. If they broke in, yeah. Or if they, if they broke in, no. If they just broke in, because that you're already going after my kid at that point. Because they broke in. Yeah. Maybe they just want ten bucks, not your kid. I don't think that they're raising for ten dollars. I think the I chances... wouldn't aim to kill, but I would definitely shoot to scare or shoot for like the arm. I mean, if I was really trained, then most likely I'd be shooting for like a leg or an arm. I wouldn't yeah, want to kill them. Realistically, this ain't a movie, so you shoot them in their arm and their leg, and it's a pretty high chance they'll still die. It's not like a movie, like one gunshot could kill you. Yeah. No, well, no, don't don't like be 10. breaking into people's houses. All rounds and they're all You're fine. taking that risk when you break into a house. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not saying breaking into a house is right, but I'm saying I'm sure, like, one, the chances of breaking into a house are really low, but let's say them actually having a gun and trying to take your kid. Nobody likes kids. Nobody's going to go into my <laughs> house and try to take my kids. They're not. Okay. That's like a point one chance. But let's say if it I'm happened, not even I don't... worried about them taking my kid, more of doing something to us. And I You're think a the girl, difference so is I see right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I You're see a that. guy, so you can use your own self as a weapon. I'm not gonna get my house broken into to get raped. No one's looking <laughs> at me like I'm gonna rape that dude, you know. So I'm I get it. We're yes. Sorry. So totally for different. me, as soon as it happens, I'm just nipping it in the butt because I'm not gonna give them the opportunity to do anything like that. Yeah, but see. You know what the most ferocious creature is on a planet? A badger. A woman, mother, a no. mother. <laughs> Protecting her son. That's right, Kara. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's one thing right now. You're thinking very did you call her? Did you call him a creature? <laughs> he did. How did you explain no, it? Like a swamp creature? What did no. you say exactly? <laughs> I meant a species. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you really mean, Tom? <laughs> Dangerous, violent. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, a female protecting their yeah, yeah, their children. Yeah, I mean, cup. look, look at the animal kingdom. A bear. Yeah. Pro- oh my God! You know anything? You know? Yeah. I mean, even well, a- I definitely know that I could Hulk out. What if I told you, Kara, <laughs> Charles? Then you were, look you, at me. You already ha- what? <laughs> look at me when you speak. Are you saying that in a like a you're demanding? Yeah, you? I was. Okay. Um, that if I told you, what do you think is more dangerous, a gun or a knife? I think, oh, that's hard. Here you go. I think a knife would hurt more, but a gun. Because I think we, in our, in, our, in our mind, Hollywood has made guns less than what they are. Like, realistically, you get shot once. It's a good chance you're going to die. So if you're, let's just say, for example, that you're, okay, maybe you already answered me, but so if somebody comes into your house with, with a, a knife with or a, a gun a knife gun. i would fight back a gun i would that's interesting because stats prove otherwise yeah i just i wouldn't want to get a person that has a knife especially uh, tom maybe you can uh right. weigh in on this but a person who has a knife that's not trained yeah. is way more dangerous than a person who has a knife that's trained i think i've heard that and yes yes and in a knife fight both people are going to get hurt yes in a gunfight not so much. Is that right, Tom? Yeah. A gunfight is going to go one way, you know. You know, the most critical thing with a knife is just get, getting your artery cut or your leg or arm and swishing or getting your eyes cut yeah. out or throat or something, you know. Both people are going to get hurt in a knife fight, especially with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing with the knife because they're flailing. Yeah. And you're going to get, you're gonna get and, both get cut. 
And, you know, another thing, like Charles is saying, we're so programmed from movies, TV, all these adventure and all these hero stars are getting shot in the arm, getting shot in, and they still keep going. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I yeah. mean, somebody gets shot in the arm they may and leg, they may be crippled their whole life. It does 10 times more damage than yeah. what the movies and everything say. So a lot of these kids think like, oh, it's not so bad. And they play all these shooting games and Nintendo, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I did as they did a study years ago, and they found by the time a kid, when the Nintendo and all these shooting games came out, was 16 years old, they, they already killed 150,000 people playing all these games, you know? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, the biggest thing with a gun, before you use a gun to shoot somebody, you have to be faced with deadly force. That means they're going to shoot you, kill you shoot somebody next to you or harm them or maim them then it, like if you didn't shoot them you would get killed or maimed or beat up yeah. and then see there's a, a there's it's relative here say for example uh you got a small woman and there's a guy six foot six doesn't have a weapon but he's beating the hell out of her and then she shoots him he doesn't have a weapon but he's so big related to her and she could say in court yeah i have feared for my life which you would fear for your life when you got a guy two feet taller than you yeah. very true you know? i would definitely so, fear for my life so that could be legal she could be self-defense that way too so it's yeah. kind of relative how everything balances out legally yeah and what do you think is um more intimidating to a i'm asking kara and uh yeah, Charles, yeah. what do you think is more intimidating to um someone who's like if you, they don't have a gun, but you do. Okay. Do you think that you'll intimidate them more with a rifle or a handgun? Oh, these are some good questions. Yeah, they think you something. thought about this. <laughs> no, I just ran them. <laughs> I'm that dynamic and brilliant. No, I'm, but I'm just curious. What do you think? I have probably a rifle. A rifle? Yeah. Why? It's bigger bigger there's a reason but it's not that uh i just look stupid but i know shit oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's that sound yeah when they cock that oh, rifle yeah, yeah, yeah that runs off more people than a handgun just that sound yeah because everybody knows that sound yeah that's true is that true or not Tom? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just making shit up no, no, doing good. I can see you're well prepared, boy. But you know, it depends. Well some, some have a, a bolt that makes yeah. a sound, and then shotguns have a, a sleeve you cock a tsh, yeah. That's yeah, the loudest yeah. one, like a Remington 870 or something, you know. And we all know that. I'll, we all that's know right. that. We all know that. Right? Yeah. Interesting. So, what are you more accurate with, a rifle or a gun, Tom? A rifle. Completely. If you if you aim it properly, but it depends on the distance. You know, rifle is going to be much better longer distance. Yeah. You know, even handguns and revolvers with a longer barrel are more accurate too, because it and they have a better range. And yeah. it depends on the grains of the bullet, and you know how much powder is behind it. You know. I think if I I think because I don't have a gun in my house, but my wife has two. Yeah. And so and again I don't I don't want one. You know, Charlie, like you're saying, I really don't want one yeah. to shoot at somebody. But the fact that you have one now. Well, no, I'm more afraid that she's got one. Because <laughs> I know. I'm probably going to be collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a feeling that in the back of her head, she brought it kind of for if she needs to use it on me, if I do some stupid shit. Oh, yeah. my gosh. 
No, that's funny. That's Possibly. true because I had a high-profile client, Beverly Hills once, and he had a huge gun collection, you know, whole room, tons of guns, a hundred of them, used to collect them. And then they got a divorce and uh, mm. the, the wife's attorney, you know, and she said, hey, get rid of the guns. So he had to get rid of all of them sell them or give them away or store them out somewhere. Oh, the perception of that, you mean? Like yeah, in court? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say exactly, you, you know. No. Maybe yeah. I don't have guns because of my death phobia. Oh. oh. You know, I didn't think about it. I, I just don't think about it. I don't yeah. Know. Interesting. I think if I was to have a gun, though, if I, if I did, I'd have a rifle, but I'd have a shotgun. Yeah. A, a double barrel shotgun because that, if I've got this right, when you shoot that the BB spread, right? You're right. Yeah. Like crazy. So I have a better chance of, of stopping the intruder. That's true. Yeah. I think that's what I would have. Of course, it mess up now, your walls a little bit, too. So, what's that, Tom? It mess up your walls a little bit, too. <laughs> Who cares at that point? <laughs> Why didn't you shoot the gun? I didn't want to fuck up my walls. <laughs> exactly. I just painted my walls. I don't know. It's weird. But, you know, to go back what we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, it's probably, I don't know, it's, it's a hard statistic, but it could be 80 or 100 million guns or more in America. You know, like a good one third or almost half people own guns to some regard. Yeah. And, then, you know, say, for example, World War II, which uh, Admiral Yamamoto, they kept saying they had all these meetings because my instructor's father was at some of these meetings before they decided to attack Pearl Harbor. And everybody was saying, no, we should attack the, all these generals said, we should attack the mainland, the mainland. And as Yamamoto said, you guys are crazy. You have no idea. He said, his exact statement was, in America behind, there's a gun behind every blade of grass in America. Yeah. And that's why they decided to attack Pearl Harbor. You know? Yeah. They knew they couldn't attack the mainland because everybody would fight. There's so many guns. I'm really surprised about this stuff that's been going on, like in our country right now, with all these riots and yeah. all this looting and stuff like that. I'm surprised that more people haven't been killed. Yeah. Because these people are basically walking. I mean, there was a couple of people that walked down on the street actually protecting stores, their own right, stores right. with guns. Yeah. You know, and I would have thought, based on what you're saying, that a lot of people have guns yes. in America. Yeah. I would have thought there'd be more, more killings and more shot, shootings. Yeah, I like to think it's because there's a lot more good people than we like to imagine. Well, maybe that's the case. I hope that's the case. <laughs> you know? Well, look at even, like, there's this controversy with schools about teachers having guns. Oh, yeah. You I know, don't know and, about that. Well, see, it depends on a teacher. A teacher's got to be well-trained and understand guns. If we're good, you can't just have, you know... Uh, a woman that's never shot before, knows nothing about guns or power or anything, have a gun. It's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. If they we can't get our cops trained right, I don't think we could get our teachers trained right. Yeah, really. Seriously. And then how yeah. many teachers in California get busted for sex? with an under They obviously <laughs> can't listen already. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah crazy, man. What, but, how do you guys feel about Because it, it, it bugs you out of me. The thought of having... Because, you know, my kids, I went to school. There was no... You guys used to get spanked. None of this shit. I mean, there was none of this stuff with guns. No. There weren't shootings like this. There weren't. Or no. if, there, if there were, we the news and the way that it, the news is brought to us now is much different. It's more real time. I mm -hmm. do get that. But it wasn't like that. 
back then. Even like when my kids went to school, every once in a while you had a school lockdown. Right. But, you know, but when you start thinking about, and my question is, how, how would you feel about taking your kids to a school that has armed guards to protect your kid to go to school? To me, that bothers me. It's like, you know, I'm sending my kid into a school where they should be going in to learn and have fun and be safe. Be safe. And what's this guy doing with the MK77 like at my, you know, in front of my door, in front of school? I don't know. What do you think about that, Carol? Well, I think it depends on uh, what what it's going to look like. So, I mean, it's going to look like a guy standing outside the school with single... an AK47. Yeah. Don't I mean, they're what you're walking your kid to school, and this the first thing they see is like guards. Yeah. Yeah, I think I wouldn't like it because of what like my son's seeing like seeing because it's like you you have to be protected like the world is that bad that you have to be protected something and we're like constantly thinking about i wouldn't want him to constantly be thinking about it that almost make me like, scared like if i was like, a little kid like that yeah i would think so it's like oh shit why why you like know? why do i need your and then, protection and then what do you do light him oh you know he's just out there no he's out there protecting you because why daddy mommy <laughs> i think that's the question i think um we need to figure out Let's not count this year because this has been a shitty year. But let's go back to 2019. I think the world is in the best state it's ever been in with like uh, you you ordered those lights. When are they getting here today? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're in a crazy time right now where it's like unbelievable. Not 2020, 2019. It's yeah. unbelievably great and fun. But the world as in school shootings, depression, suicides, it's worse than it's ever been. And I'm, I, I don't understand. I think we need to figure out why. If the world's so great and the world is great, why is there's why is the bad shit so high now? Yeah, well, and like you said, you know, I look at what's going on. When did you go to high school? Seventy three. Okay, and you said there was like almost none of this. None you know? of this. Um, look how much from seventy three to today we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many things you're able to do or get, and like yeah. you think. Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say, no. though? Like, it blows my mind that the world is, I don't, I don't understand. You know, I've talked to you about I have depression and stuff, but I, I kind of kick it a lot because I have to sit there and be like, L life is good. Like, your life is good. And, um, but uh, I don't know. It bugs me because there's a lot to be grateful for in the world. And it seems like the world doesn't see it that way. We have a lot of I think the numbers are way higher for school shootings, suicides. And not, and not only that, this is the less safe that I've felt in my own country. Yeah. And when I see stuff that's going on TV, and I'm really perplexed and, and you know, maybe a little conflicted as far as how much, how much news should we be getting mm -hmm. on what's going on out there. You know, I, I don't know how good that really is. And, but I've never felt more unsafe. Um, and maybe it's partly because of my age. I don't know that, but I'm, I'm just, the point is I feel more unsafe now than I ever have. And the, I guess the irony of that is there's more guns and more things on, out there that should be where you almost think you'd feel safer, but I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. We need to figure out what's wrong with what's going on in people, like with people, what's changing in our minds that it's making it. So, cause I don't necessarily think it's the guns because do we have more guns? Yeah. But we also have a lot more good things or a lot more protective things. I don't know. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, it's like you said, Tom. Uh, uh, guns don't kill people. People yeah. Yeah. kill people, you know. So there is something going on, I guess. I don't know. I almost think like it's um, – I think there's 
I think there's not enough consequences mm-hmm. for people's behavior. You know, when I see right. this shit that's on the street, the, these, this uh, supposedly people protesting, which is oh. rioting and looting. I mean, it blows my mind when I see them walking in and out of fucking stores and there's I no know. consequences. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, then, think of it. Go ahead. Excuse me. Think of it this way. Here's the problem with the freedom that we have, you know, and the rights we have. A lot of people take that very greedily and very selfishly, and they keep getting more freedom, more freedom, more freedom, and suppress the law. And look at they want to defund all many of the police departments now, and uh, a lot of uh, you know black leaders and everything. They want to prohibit chokeholds, batons, uh, stun guns, everything. I mean, what are they going to have left? The problem is the police and certain police have to be, and some are excellent this way, excellent shooters and excellent with submissions. But the police have to be trained better just in a chokehold, how to do it properly. Most of them don't know how to do it properly, you know? And the police, you would make sure they would. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but they probably just teach them and then they don't really practice. Isn't much their practice. training like one night? What's their training? It's like stupid. Tom would know that. How long do you, how long do the cops have to go through a... Uh, oh, they go through a few month training period, but that's it. A few months. They sh- shoot maybe uh, once a, a month or every few months. They go to a range. Most I'm, of feeling, I'm feeling way less safe now. I'm going, <laughs> to school. I'm going to school to be a graphic designer and that's years. Yes, these years, years that paint on the computer. That's really fucked up. I mean, yeah. really, when you think about it that way. Yeah. When you think about it that way, well, it is. True. That's why I brought it up. Like that is, I'm drawing on a computer. They're gonna, they could take someone's life, and they're like, two months, you'll be fine. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what, what percentage? Do you, yeah, what barely. percentage, <laughs> Tom? Do you think? Um, a police force or ex-military, probably a high high percentage. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a. Uh, 10, 20 percent, probably so 10 to 15. They're used to, they're used to shooting, but that's in a different, yeah, totally field. different category. Those guys yeah. are great, you know. But but they tell I've heard this now on TV, like when they when these cops sometimes they think, well, the, the people that are against the shootings are saying they overreacted. They didn't have yeah. to shoot 15 times into that person, but they're trained that way, aren't they, Tom? Yes, to yeah. stop them. Yes, and is that is there a better way to do that? Because I know there's been a uh, to think about i think it's in fact it's biden he said well instead of them shooting you know to kill no biden joe biden he's the guy that's running for uh yeah yeah he yeah they oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i'm I'm on the same page (laughs) anyway he said why don't they just instead of shooting you know uh, to kill why doesn't they they shoot him in the leg or something like that do you agree with that or like when you're in that moment no. Do you really have enough time to make that call, that general no. call? Because it's basically it's it's either you're gonna go home or yeah. I'm gonna go home. You know what I mean? Right. You're right. They come down, you got one split second. You know, and even if they wound him, they, you know, in a leg or arm, the guy can still shoot. You know, he can still yeah. shoot two or three cops too. Yeah. So it's what, what do you what what do you think about using tasers instead of, of guns? Because I know they, they I guess more of the police force are starting to carry tasers. Yeah, but this little Philadelphia shooting that they had, they didn't have enough money in their budget You're to right. be carrying tasers. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. I mean, Charlie, is, Charlie is, is smirking. What? I don't think tasers will do anything. No? My dad's been tased a lot because like, oh, uh-huh. he's been in prison a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was like, when you have adrenaline and they're beating your ass and they tase you, it does nothing at all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
I never heard that. I don't have that adrenaline. <laughs> My dad was a that. hardcore big Mexican guy. I'm not nothing like that. I get tased, I'd probably die. I saw <laughs> no, I saw uh, I used to bounce at yeah. a nightclub and uh I saw somebody get tased. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're on the ground like being electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen it on shows like the cop shows too. Like they get tased and they're just still running. Yeah, I've seen you know, Charles Wright, there's a small percentage of really big tough guys, you know, huge guys. So they got so much mass, it doesn't affect as other people. You know, everybody's nervous system is different, too, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I can only imagine. <laughs> but, you know, you wouldn't want to use a taser when somebody's shooting at you, either. Sure. So, and how do you, how, you know, we're talking here about uh, getting uh, cops trained up better. But just yeah. from that example that I'm using, how do you change that, you know, like, like what happens, I don't know if you saw the, the TV footage of this last shooting. But the cops are they're they're dealing with somebody who's got a record and they're yeah. like going in and they're telling the guy to stop right. and the guy keeps coming at him. What are you supposed to do in something like that? And the guy the he was within twenty feet of the officer, and we know that and and they know that twenty one feet is the magic number. Right, right. But when somebody is within twenty one feet, you gotta take him down because they can close on you just like that. Mm-hmm. And you would think, well, they're 20 feet away. So yeah. how do you train how do you train somebody better to 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 make that a different result? I don't know. I'm asking the question. Yeah, it's a practical experience, you know. It's just a, like how do you train somebody to do an exercise correctly? You keep having them do the exercise, repetition and correcting their form, like in karate, anything. So they have to keep going through that scenario. And they have to make that choice, be able to and make yet, that correct choice. And yet, cops are just trained a few months. Yeah. I mean, do they have ongoing training where they're like what you're saying? Are they putting that scenario over and over again? I, I don't think, think so. I think that. I, I'm pro cop, man. I'm, I'm, no, I me too. That. Me I'm not too. anti, you know. No. I think that, you know, they're trained a certain way. And then, yeah, I, I'm listening to Tom when it comes to, you know, it's down to experience yeah. because. I guess it's a 50-50 chance. Every time you're in that situation, there's a 50-50 chance that it's going to go bad or it's going to go good. And it's there. They have to make the decision of how they handle it. Do they handle it like it's going to be a bad or do they handle it like it's going to be a good? And I'm guessing that because their life matters to them, they're automatically just going to pretend like it's going to be bad. I'm going to yeah. always assume that it's going to be bad because I'm going to protect myself before I'm going to protect them. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going to go home tonight. You're not. That's exactly what I would think. Like they're yeah, not really yeah. at it as like, oh, I want to, you know, do this all the time. No, they probably never want to do it. But if you're going to put me in a position to pick, it's always going to be me. Yeah. yeah. I think that when you're in that spot, the minute you start thinking, you're done. Why are you laughing? Right. Listening to you guys. I, we'll speak. I, I think you're done. If you, if you have to think about what you're Yeah, doing. right. You have to train okay. yourself subconsciously to react. And what Kara's saying is right. You know, a lot of cops, most cops have families and young kids and everything. They want to go home to their family. You know, well, I'm sure and, they also are scared. Like there has to be somewhat of, I mean, the thought of, you know, I'm kind of come before you. Okay. Yes. But they probably just instantly get scared as well. doesn't mean they're superheroes just because they're cops. They like don't ever get worried or scared or intimidated. It is. Nervous. Hey, and what about like the cops in, uh, maybe I'm watching too much TV, but like the cops (laughs) in like England or, um, Ireland or one of those one of those yeah. that they don't even they don't even carry guns. Well, they, when they did that, they prohibited all guns. Even the cops weren't carrying. The crime went up four hundred percent. 
They did that years ago in Australia, and the crime went up. And then, you know, they get all these these uh, donation people said, oh, okay, turn in your guns. We're going to make a non-gun society. All the good guys, all the good people turn in their guns. The bad guys are not turning in their guns. Yeah, so the it doesn't only, work. Yeah. It doesn't work. You know? 100%. Yeah. And how would you uh, like to be a how'd you like to be a cop in one of those countries where you don't have a gun to carry? <laughs> oh my god. And you know that the bad guys are gonna have the guns. Yeah, no way. No way. Oh my god. I wouldn't either. I don't know uh, how they do it. No, it's terrible, you know. And then that's why, you know, in England they carried their little uh, batons. They were yeah. and they didn't have a weapon, you know, and they had their little hats. And the only one that could carry guns were like their uh specialty SWAT teams. Had sub guns and stuff like, but that they'd only be called in if it was a high threat level, a bank robbery or something like that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it was tough, you know, because bad guys are not going to turn in their guns no matter what, you know, it's not going to happen. Maybe what we need to do is like, because I think back in the early days, and I don't think they're doing as much now for whatever reason, is the cops, the police were more like in the neighborhoods. And they, yeah, they got yeah. to know the people, you know, in those neighborhoods. And I think that there's a lot of uh, people are just really, they have a more of a negative um, viewpoint of police right. than I think maybe before when they were, they were a beat cop, you right. know, and they knew Joey and they knew, you know, they kind of knew each other right. in a different way. Do you think something like that would be a better result? Better yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Because, uh, uh, you know, most cops, it's relative. You know, some are really highly trained, some are very novice rookies, and there's everything in between as far as what experience they had and what kind of situation they're showing up, whether a domestic uh, case or like a bank robbery or whatever. They got to have experience from the bottom level to the top level. And there's very few, you know, small percentage of cops that have that, have been on a beat that long and they've dealt with everything. And that's still no guarantees. They may get shot, killed too, you know. Yeah. So now that's what they're talking about. Instead of calling 911 police, call you call a therapist or you call a negotiator, you call somebody else that could come in for a lesser degree so people don't feel as threatened and intimidated that way. I don't know. That may work too. But, uh, you know, right now you could call 911 for any situation pretty much, you know. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a tough situation now. And then it's going to be interesting what's going to happen. There's a lot of liberals, they want to defund the police department. They want to get rid of their guns, they get rid of uh, chokes, batons, everything. But God, how are they going to defend themselves? You yeah. remember the time 10, 15 years ago, there was the bank robbery up in uh, the hills North Hollywood. And these guys had bulletproof vests, flak jackets, AK-47s, and they robbed his bank. And they were standing right out in the open. Police are shooting at them, but they only had uh, handguns. They didn't even have... Uh, M16s or car 15s in a car, and they, uh, they eventually got him calling in more units, more units, more. But it took a long time to take these guys down because yeah. they were outgunned. The police were outgunned, yeah. and you never know when a situation like that will happen. Well, I tell you, man, I mean, we basically people, I think in our society, we have the Second Amendment to protect our not only ourselves from like the bad people, but it's to protect ourselves from our government, too. Yes, I you mean. Know? And yet, what's going on right now, it seems to me that the government wants to, or uh, this administration sounds like they want to get rid of your uh, Second Amendment so you can't protect yourself. But and it's you're basically, the government's going to have all the weapons, right? Yeah, and they, they can control everything, you know. But that's why, uh, 
like you're saying, I think the Washington and the first uh, people that started it, when they put that in, it wasn't for a, a foreign country to protect themselves because we got the military for that. They really gave us the Second Amendment to protect ourselves, dangerous situations, self-defense, and to protect ourselves against the government if they got too powerful and start taking away our freedom. Yeah. I'm really worried for you guys. I am. Thank you. I'm worried for you guys. I'm worried for my kids, my grandkids. For our children. I'm just worried. I don't think anything that crazy will change in our time. No, I no, think it's our kids. Not in your time? You don't think so? I think it'll be, there'll be changes. Like, yeah. you know, I was just saying, how different is it from the 70s to now? Yeah. There'll be definitely changes. But I feel like in our kids or kids' kids, the world won't even look the well, same. Let me, let me, with what you're saying, how old are you? Wait a minute. You're, you're like 28? Yes. <laughs> okay. Look, in, in since the 70s, which is 30 years, look how much has changed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 30 years from now, you're going to be 50 some years old. It's just mm -hmm. different since I was a baby from like the. the so it may, it may happen during your time, is what I'm trying to say. Right. I'm thinking it's going to be dramatically different by my kids or their kids, like where the world ain't even almost recognizable. Definitely from your time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, for, for example, you know, a lot of positive, a lot of negative, like uh, with China, so communist country and government totally controls. I mean, the positive part, they have such a restricted society. I mean, you know, if something happens there, you, there's, I mean, we don't hear about it because they're very quiet, silent about it, but there's not, not that much corruption. There's not, I mean, corruption, yeah, but not violence of like bank robbers there because they'll bring in the military yeah. and wipe you out. Like when they had the Olympics there, you know, people living there, they said, hey, you move. We're taking well, you, this. I, I, you guys probably don't remember this, but Tom does. How about Tiananmen Square? That fiasco. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Unbelievable. That was China. Guy, was that China? Yeah. Yeah, students facing tanks. Yeah, they're tanks, a whole battalion of tanks. There, tanks. Yeah, I wish I could see tanks coming through your street. That would, <laughs> you know, for example, another one like when they did Olympics in China. Yeah, a few months ahead of time, they had all these human rights attorneys, about 250 or something of them. They put them all in jail ahead of time so yeah. they couldn't represent anything, you couldn't do anything. Made up some pseudo crime that they did, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I, we're not facing anything like that. No. But I tell you what, when they wanted to close me down yeah. because of this virus, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wanted to stay up for more than just one reason. I just, I can't, the thought of the government telling me what to do, just like that, I, I flashed back to that Don Ross. Yeah. Ripper, when he said they're, they're slowly, you know, taking this, your freedom away from you. Yeah, that's crossing my mind when I'm you know, know. making decisions now. Anyway, no, um, so well, listen, true. we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up here, Tom. Uh, do okay. you have anything more to say that can make us all feel better and sleep tonight? <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of pressure. But how about if we all just uh, the summer of love, like that, the the mayor in Portland. How about if we all just smoke weed and just <laughs> stay high all the time? Yeah. Be in harmony with each other. People that smoke weed don't kill people, do they? Uh, a very small percentage. Peace and love. Uh, Woodstock. Woodstock. Yeah, the big ass riot. They're yeah, the biggest look, hypocrites in the world. Really? Yeah, they were like tons were killed, raped, and these were hippies all smoking. Yeah. Weed. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I hate hippies. 
But at least oh it, it, it calmed uh, Mike Tyson down a bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, he's, he's going to face Roy Jones pretty soon, huh? Yeah. Dude, he's on beast mode right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. How old is he? 54. Yeah. The guy's an animal. He's a beast. He's an animal. Oh, my God. He's yeah. on uh, He's on some HRT. Mm. Is that a, what is that? Is that a steroid or hormone replacement therapy? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that that makes you young and viral again. <laughs> so yeah. there's still hope for us, Tom. Anyway, yeah. Uh, you but, guys got anything to say? Yeah, there? yeah. Hold, go, wait, think, Tom. Hold okay, on. sorry. You guys got anything to say before we leave? I'm I was gonna, I was gonna answer earlier. Um, what were we talking about earlier? About the play? I think they need a lot more training. A lot more, and I think we should defund them. And I'm and I'm pro cop. Wait a minute, you <laughs> think we should defund them? But you're pro cop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How does that look? <laughs> <laughs> like ever, all my answers—they're always both ways. Um, just uh, government funding for each city, town, whatever is always like, like almost so. Almost everywhere is education. At least here, you know, is number one, and then number two is police. I just don't feel like. We need to put that. They're showing us that they can't handle that. Definitely with their, and if we need to, if we're not going to defund them, that money that we want to defund them needs to go to their training because they suck. I don't know what to say. Cops suck. And I like, and I've met a lot of cops that are really good people, but the overall, I would say it's like 51% suck, but that 51 is too high for cops. What if, what if we were having this talk about um, pilots or doctors? Like, oh, uh, well, not all the cops are Well, but, but I don't, unless we're getting uh, skewed numbers, I don't think that, that your uh, your assessment is correct. I don't think 51, 50% of the cops, I'm not saying that there aren't bad apples, but 50%. There, there has to be none, though. That's impossible. That's, it has to that, be like one. There, How many pilots, bad pilots, do we talk about? We don't talk about none. Yeah, but that doesn't You know mean, why? Because planes would be crashing and we'd be dying. Well, that's, I mean, you make a point there. <laughs> And you know, but I think there's an answer. It's instead of, you know, someone doing an application at McDonald's for two months, we do actual training and schooling and like, it needs to be longer than two months. That's the problem. Yeah. My take would be just to take that money and train more. Basically a homeless yeah, I want, person. I want cops out there. Cop. And I'll take my chances. Right, right. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? Before we leave, what's your solution? Charles has a solution. I like, I actually like, how about making therapy free so people could go and start seeing people? We just said that the suicide rates are higher than ever, and people are obviously making bad choices. If they could go get help for free. Isn't that out there? or Not, not for free. No? It's a lot of money. Who pays for that? You out of your pocket. <laughs> they want us to be bad. <laughs> they want us to be fucked up. That's how I feel. Like we're in a losing war, and they don't care. I think we need to um, we need to actually uh, go back to God for that because He made us. We're going to get off topic here just a little bit, but He He made us. He made us all fucked up. Oh, he, oh my God! <laughs> okay, that was a good podcast, guys. Well, think about that. You you make this. You make me, and then you give me temptation. That's pretty fucked up. You talk about losing a lose lose. Yeah. Okay, but technically speaking, <laughs> okay, I mean that's a lose lose. Don't make me 
and then make me with all these we these had our, we had a choice to fall for that temptation we fucked up we fucked up so how did he do that he made us in his own image supposedly <laughs> but he gave us the biggest gift possible free will huh and then we decided he also gave we uh, decided he also what gave to us do with that. degenerative diseases why <laughs> why did he give free will then if that was the case and you think the diseases were just given from him or it can't be just something that the world he made us he made us with that, created he, well some people you know, like if you're exposed to uh you know to like um a roundup for 30 years yeah but he he there's actually kids that are born with a degenerative disease mm-hmm. maybe we need training at other levels <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> Yeah, but without without faith, what would we have? Yourself? That's not like yourself. <laughs> yourself? That's not enough. Man. You don't believe in yourself? There has to be something bigger than yourself. Really? Yeah, there has to be. Hmm. I disagree. If we're Maybe so we're... great, why don't we know what's at the bottom of the ocean, what's in the space to cure cancer? Like we're we're not great. I didn't why, say we're the great. Book... I said I, I believe in in myself. <laughs> I don't need faith. There has to be there has to be something higher. You guns, that, right? Guns, baby. <laughs> guns. Anyway, we're gonna leave it at that. Okay? Guns. Guns. No government guns. Anyway. But you, but you know, uh, think about this. Uh, all these kids kind of brought up in the Midwest when they're six, seven, eight, ten years old, going out hunting with their father. Yeah. They learn learn about guns. They learn about this. There's never any of those kind of kids that have experience that go wacko. You know, because they have a background. I mean, I took my son to the indoor range when he was six years old, shot everything, you know, and they they understand the power, the safety, everything, you know, but uh, these kids that are messed up mentally, you know, and a lot of them, they they feel like they can't get attention and they want to get their 15 minutes of fame and take everybody out with them because they're angry against society because they they weren't uh, given enough love or something, you know, or attention. So, as, you know, there's a lot of psychological out there that have to be monitored. More free therapy. Yeah. See, I told you. I'm not kidding about because that. Because we're the, the, the family dynamic is breaking up Yeah, compared to how it used to be. But also another, together for sure. another point, Leo, is that, I mean, look at Martin Luther King. All the protest walks they did, you know, and even Malcolm X. And so, you know, those guys never did any violent. I was totally, he would be so pissed off and offended. Yeah. You know, for all the people doing these protests and rioting like that, they wore suits and ties, looked struck. They didn't look like bums on the street, anything. They were very classy. I mean, that shows an incredible statement, just that. And that's why he made so many things move and powerful. But, you know, another point, what's interesting, like it seems like we've gone back. I I question this, gone back 150 years for racism and prejudice. But what if it never really left? And all these things are coming out now, how people really feel that they've been holding in their subconscious mind. What about if we, we, we acted like we evolved from that, but we really haven't? Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have at all. Until we get re- rid of color and even heritage, yeah. we need to just look at ourselves as humans from now on. And if we can't do that, it'll always be separated. There's always like, you go on TV and there's BET, there's like Mexican channels. We yeah. separate ourselves, and then we like don't understand mm-hmm, why we're separated. But I have a, a final statement. This is what my karate martial art master said. When it really comes down to it, there's no 
prejudice against color, race, creed, politics, religion. The real prejudice is in level of mentality and consciousness. There you have it. Yeah, right that there. makes sense. More right? training. Yeah. And therapy, clearly. Yeah. Do you think that Visalia should have a tank? Are you asking me? Mm -hmm. A tank of what? Like a tank. Like a tank. <laughs> no. You know our police department has a tank? Do they? Yeah. No, I don't think they should. You don't think maybe they need to be defunded then? Because they're spending their money on the, stupid they ass shit. I defund because of the tank. I'm saying they don't know how to spend their money. Well, that's the different. That's a different story. <laughs> yeah. You know? That, that's another animal. Yeah, that's another whole topic the, for it. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. But anyway, yeah. hey, it's been lovely. Yes. Um, Thank talk, you, talk Tom. Talking about this today. Thank you, guys. And Such great input. Yeah, I think we've uh, uh, temporarily we've uh, solved the pro some of the problems of the world until <laughs> <laughs> therapy, 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 free therapy. And I hope I hope people listening learned something, or we didn't make them more confused. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Why don't we pay attention to see if the suicide rate goes up in the next week? <laughs> so then we'll yeah. know. Anyway, okay. all right, man. Well, uh, okay. thanks for coming on. No, my pleasure right. and honor is easier, guys. Thank you, Ciao. guys, Kara, Charles, and Leo. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Later, boss man. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye.